All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. What a week it has been and what a week we have coming up. We cannot wait to share some of those details with you guys. But before we do that, we want to say a very big thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. Cassidy is the fastest growing online community of lifestylers and it is exploding, especially here in the West Coast area in Nevada, California, Colorado, Arizona. If you guys are not on Cassidy, you are really missing out. The other thing that we like about Cassidy is there are a ton of different ways to connect on there. It's not just lifestylers with profiles. You can get into communities. You can chat in the forums. You can see who's traveling to your your area. And you can also see all of the best lifestyle clubs and events going on across the country and internationally. And you can try it free for 30 days when you go to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, head on over to frontporchswingers.com Go to the bottom of the homepage and click on the Cassidy banner for a free month of all of their services. Lots going on in our world right now. Lots that has happened, including a foursome that we're going to be talking about later, which I'm so fucking excited about because the three people that were involved in said foursome are awesome, sexy people. And what a fun and unique experience that I had. And I'm going to be sharing all the details in just a little bit. I also want to talk about what I have coming up this week because I really feel like I have slut mode activated big time. And it just has me kind of feverishly planning shit, which is maybe not the best strategy in the entire world. But I'm excited because, for example, tonight I am meeting with a gentleman that we sat down with last week. And I think that there were a lot of nerves. This is a guy who has had some some real burns in the lifestyle. Some of the shit that he's been through, I literally could not even make up. You can't script this shit. So when we met him, that coupled with, I think, a little bit of an intimidation of you, I think he was a little bit nervous of you, led to maybe not quite the best chemistry in the world. So I'm going to hopefully fix that tonight. Well, he's had some of the most horrendous experiences I've ever heard of from a single guy in the lifestyle. So I'm not surprised he was trepidatious when he met us to begin with, but I think nerves got the better of him, which is why the connection that you had face-to-face wasn't exactly the one you have digitally with him. So hopefully this will be a a better experience. Yeah. I mean, he's super fucking hot. I'm very attracted to him. And digitally, we have this amazing banter back and forth. So I'm thinking, I'm just going to go ask him what his favorite drink is. I'm going to get that. I'm going to have the house set up very kind of normally so there's no pressure. And hopefully it'll kind of result in something because... He wants a regular play partner, and I'm very eager to find that here, too. I'm, of course, not going to force it if the chemistry is just not there, but I'm hopeful. We'll see. I'm being optimistic. Well, that's why you originally we met him, because he had such an interest in finding that person. And I'm not surprised he's looking for something regular because of how some of the experiences he's he's had have been so bad. They've I mean, been dog shit, horrible experiences. Yeah. yeah. And so now he just wants to find like one cool person that he can play with weekly or every other week. And of course, that is exactly what I would love to find as well. It's 
it's interesting in Vegas because there's a lot of options, but most people are not looking for something regular. Most people want to have the constant variety. And I like that too. We've talked in the past about how I kind of want to have my cake and eat it too. I'm fucking selfish like that. But yeah, hopefully it'll turn into something. So I will have updates on that in the future. Well, we'll know after tonight, I think. Yes. I also have plans with T again, which I'm very excited about. He is the gentleman that we talked about last week in the drive-in episode, the guy who is ridiculously thoughtful and who I have had some of the most rough, amazing sex with. So I'm really excited to see him again this week. And we'll see what else the week has in store because I have a few other days where I could potentially be naughty. In fact, I told you we're just going to start using our Google Calendar for no business. You know, most people use it for their business meetings or their kids' soccer games, that kind of shit. We're going to use it so that you know when I want to fuck and when you maybe need to be out of the house. <laughs> yeah, when I need to make myself scarce, it'll just go off. Like tomorrow, for example, at 10 a.m., I've already been told I need to vacate the house. So <laughs> I know what time I'm going to the gym tomorrow. Yeah, there you go. You're welcome. Helping you schedule your day. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. And I think just in general, I have a very big sexual appetite happening right now. So that always results in fun when I get into this mood and I have the time to do so. Because the other thing is, I think we're being a lot more careful with our scheduling of shit and not trying to pack so much into a week so that I can be a slut. And that is a focus of this week for me. Well, we need to be very careful with the next couple of weeks because, of course, we're getting into your birthday month. Of course, you celebrate your birthday for an entire fucking month. The whole month, February 1st through February 28th. Hey, it's a short month at least. Yeah. So well, you get that. We have we've already got a lot packed into the first week or two of this month, and we have got to be very cautious because it gets away from us. There's just you know a lot that we try to, to cram in, and uh, it'll get away from us pretty quick. So you guys might recall on a previous episode that for my birthday, I have asked for a gangbang and we already have a few guys, a few friends, I should say, that are totally down and going to participate. I was looking through hotel rooms this morning trying to figure out like how many people can comfortably be in here because if someone's not inside of me, I want them to be able to like grab a drink and hang out and not have it be an awkward environment. So we're going to figure all that out. There's a lot of logistics that go into gangbangs that are not just who are the guys in involved. It's also what room makes sense, one bed, two beds, does a king make more sense than two queens? Like all of that kind of shit. Well, there's a lot that goes into it that's, you know, the logistics of it are very complicated and it's the 50% rule. Chances are you're going to get 50% of the guys that sign on to show up. So fortunately I have uh, stacked the deck with friends that we know will be there. So very little chance that anything's going to go south. Yeah, well, that's important, too. So, yeah, my birthday is coming up, and then exactly a week after that is your birthday, and I'm pretty sure I'm also going to be fucking for your birthday, which I think sums up our relationship perfectly and also explains why there's a lot of people who do not understand our relationship at all. Well, not the first time that's happened in terms of you having sex on my birthday for me, because, (laughs) you know, it's just the way we play, which does confuse people. There's no doubt. This weekend being no exception of of, uh, what I mean by that. We were... We had this great house party that we attended with friends and new friends, but a lot of folks that we had never met before were very confused by how I was playing with someone completely in a separate room from all of you guys, and they just couldn't wrap their heads around why we weren't together. 
What? Yeah, we're going to talk about that. We'll get to that in just a moment. And I think we should talk about the house party in general because this was a unique opportunity for us. There were friends there, but we also met new people, all of whom were bisexual couples, all of whom were experienced lifestylers, all of whom were also very attractive people, which does make things easier. You know, when you walk into a room like at a big event and there's handfuls of people that you find attractive, but maybe not everyone or no one. That's very. Yeah, exactly. That's very, very different than walking into a room of 24 people and you're like everyone in here. I could easily lick and suck and it would be just fine. Yeah. Well, first of all, we half the room are our friends. And then the other half was basically new folks that were brought in by a couple. We brought a couple uh, for the first time and then some other other new folks came and so yeah there's a it just worked out that everyone in the room was congruently attractive which is really very nice especially when you're all naked together yeah predominantly <laughs> Yes. And I will say this. This will probably surprise our listeners. You were the first one naked. Well, second, I would say tied for first getting naked at an event. Everyone else was still clothed. And I was like, holy hell, this to me says a lot about the connection you have with the woman you were getting naked with. Right. This is the wife of the couple that we talk about often. They're our favorite Vegas couple. And they are also going to be part of this foursome that I discuss later on. But you and she have this amazing connection. And I think it did not take a lot of talking you into taking your clothes off very quickly at this event on Saturday. No, she basically, you know, told me while we were standing in the kitchen very early in the evening. I think we got there about 7.30. Actually, all four of us walked up to the house at the same time, coincidentally. And she said, look, everybody should be here by 8.30. I'm giving it till 8.30. Then I'm getting undressed and we and I are getting in the hot tub. Like, okay. so Which I fucking love. She put this time stamp on it. Like, clothes are coming off at this time and that's the expectation. We're rolling with it. Yeah. And at (laughs) 8.31, we were on our way to the hot tub naked but everybody else was still kind of playing the get to know you game and you know everyone's new some people are new obviously and just having a drink and chatting and walking around they're looking at the house that we're in and they're in the kitchen and the living room and introducing themselves to folks meanwhile we're outside in the hot tub she's sucking my cock i'm licking her amazing tits and we're making out it's all kinds of ass grabbing you know that went on for an hour before we ever came back into the house which is fucking hot. So you had like an hour of total foreplay. Yeah, by ourselves, nobody else out there. You know, it was just us in this really very cool backyard area. It was quiet. Uh, a couple of people like popped their heads out just to look around, but nobody stuck around, which I thought was odd. But uh, yeah, it was fucking super hot, which just led to, you know, that much hotter fucking sex once we finally uh, retired to a private bedroom upstairs. <laughs> so also let me set this scene. So you guys come in from the hot tub. You're both naked. The rest of us are all sitting around the there's this big, like, L-shaped leather sectional couch in the living room area. Yeah, big enough that everyone was sitting on it, basically. Basically. There were a few people on the floor and a couple people standing. But for the most part, we're all seated on this couch. And you guys walk in, and it's, like, all spotlight on you because you're butt-ass naked. And you haven't even met half the people that are there because more people showed up after you got in the hot tub. Yeah. So it was quite the experience. Yes, it was all eyes on us. Like, oh, hey, uh, nice to meet everybody we will be back <laughs> we have We're, some things to take care of. <laughs> yeah we gotta see a man about a horse upstairs oh, God. so then you came back down for two seconds to grab yeah. condoms from me yeah and then you were gone again for at least another hour and this is where things got interesting because i was very much playing autonomously from you i was downstairs mingling at first and then i was getting to operate a motor bunny at one point and then i started sucking cock and making out with people i was having a great freaking time and i was also very turned on by the idea that you were upstairs with our gorgeous friend but it got 
awkward as the evening went on because I realized at one point I had been asked at least half a dozen times where you were, had you left and gone home, why were you not down there with us? And it was kind of eye-opening because as I started thinking about it, it's like, okay, all of these people with the exception of one single gentleman are there together and they're playing together. And it's very much, you know, them being within eyesight of each other during this entire experience. And so for you guys to be upstairs and away from all of us was different from what everyone else was doing. And people wanted to know why. And I started getting fucking weird about it. Yeah. It's, you know, a lot of folks, particularly the people I think that were engaged in this room, as couples, they like the idea of watching each other play. You and I don't play that way. We rarely see each other playing. It's the reconnection later that is the benefit, you know, and the payout for us. So I, everyone really kind of found it, or most people found it odd that we weren't watching each other play. Yeah, I don't think it was even that they thought it was odd. I think they were just inquisitive. There was no like malicious intent or like where is he or anything like that. It was more so just trying to understand us, but it made me feel like I had a lot of attention on me that I didn't necessarily want. I just wanted to be sucking cock and making out and instead I'm answering questions about where you are. So finally I went upstairs and was like, are you going to grace us with your presence because I'm tired of people asking where the fuck you are. Yeah, it got, it did absolutely was a little bit off-putting, I'm sure for you to have to do that and we came back down obviously and and joined the rest of the group and no one asked us anything no one said to me hey where did you go or what's up nobody said a word to me i don't know that they said anything to our friend either but i guess people just they don't understand certain levels of play or certain dynamics you know relationship dynamics i think a lot of the couples and we've run into this especially the couples that are bisexual couples which is who we particularly play with here in town they tend to play together because they enjoy the idea of watching one another engage that way. Once again, just not necessarily how we do things. So I can see why they'd be kind of like, huh, what, what's going on there, you know? Yeah, so we totally look at every situation as a learning lesson, and this was absolutely one for us. We put kind of a, I don't want to call it a rule, but a boundary in place of checking in with each other once an hour when we're in those environments, just to make sure there isn't any weirdness going on and I'm not uncomfortable or you're not uncomfortable, which you never really get uncomfortable. Everyone always asks if we get jealous and I'm like, I get jealous every once in a while. Brian doesn't have that, that element of his personality in any way, shape or form, which lucky you and lucky me, honestly, but you unfortunately have to put up with a little bit of neuroses from me. Well, more than anything though, it's just that you are you get uncomfortable and very nervous in situations that that are new and so some people coming up to you that you don't know wondering where I am you know it's it's not so much like you said that they're being malicious but you get enough people asking a question like where's your partner why isn't he here why don't you guys play together then you start to question yourself and it makes for a very uncomfortable situation or can I I don't subscribe to it. I don't care. People could ask me a hundred times. I don't give a shit, but you get kind of in your head with that stuff and we just have to be cognizant of it. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, overall, super fucking hot night. I had so much fun. Like I said, my mouth was very busy that evening and I look forward to that opportunity again too, because the other thing is we like to play differently. I like to be in total slut mode. I like to have my mouth on multiple genitalia. It's fucking hot and I like showing off in that way and you don't. And so us being able to operate independently of each other is a benefit. It's just some one of those things we also have to put boundaries on once in a while. 
Uh, for sure. I am not an exhibitionist in that way. I will be the first one naked. I have no problem with that. I prefer being naked over having any clothing on, but th- that's just a personality trait. I am not someone who particularly cares to have sex in the open. That's just not my thing. Yeah, yeah. I fucking love it. <laughs> I know you Clearly. <laughs> okay, so I want to get to single guy tip of the week because this one is, it's a unique one. And we have talked in the past about how we purposefully choose single guy tips of the week that we feel like are going to be helpful to the masses. And this story is maybe not helpful to the masses because I think it's kind of unique that it doesn't, it's not going to happen to everyone all the time. But Well, certain components of it, certain components are unique. Right. The sentiment behind it is important and it is something that should be discussed. So here's the situation. As you guys know, I have been interested in diving into the world of being a cuckoldress and finding a man who wants to take on a submissive role with me, who wants to help me find men to play with in front of him and all of those different things. I I want to experience what it's like to be in a cuckold dynamic. And I've thrown a couple of lines out there online and on our kink site, I had a gentleman reach out to me based on an ad that I had put up. And I mean, our communication in the beginning was fabulous. He listed himself in Las Vegas. He was very forthright with information with me or so I thought. And also, I will say, I have absolutely been leery in the past of people presenting themselves physically as something they are not, right? They want to make it seem like they're fucking male models. And I know that that's probably not the case because as soon as I ask them for some sort of verification, they drop off the face of the earth. So I've learned to do that very quickly. With this particular gentleman, for example, I asked him to hold up his right hand with two fingers making a peace sign with his face and his shoulders in it. He sends it literally within 20 seconds. And I'm like, okay, this guy is who he says he is. He also sent me a picture of one point where he was clearly in Las Vegas. I could see the red rocks behind him, which are very distinct. I mean, they they don't really look like anything else aside from maybe parts of Arizona. So I was pretty confident this was the guy. And we talked for three weeks, three weeks of solid communication about what we wanted, about why we were turned on by the whole cuckolding element, you know, what his boundaries would be. Should we meet and have chemistry and want to go forward? All of this shit. I just pumped so much emotional energy and time into this thing. And then things started to get weird. As soon as I started asking to meet and when his schedule would allow us to do so, he started making excuses. It took him longer to respond to my messages, always red flags. And I don't have time for that shit. So eventually I just said, clearly you have some things going on right now and I'm going to step back and, you know, maybe when you sort some things out, we can get back in touch with each other. So a couple more weeks go by. I haven't talked to him in probably a week and a half to two weeks. And I get this long email from him where he is basically explaining to me that he does not even live in the United States. He lives in South Africa. The reason that he was having trouble staying in contact with me is because he lives in an area where the electricity goes out frequently, that he used to have a home in Vegas, but during COVID, he had to sell the home. All of this shit, just making it clear that he was so not who he told me he was. Well, the problem that you ran into is he actually is physically the person that he 
portrayed himself. Yeah. Everything else was complete horseshit. Even his name on the website indicates that he is in Vegas. Obviously, all the pictures, uh, all that bullshit. So he did have some connection at some point to the city, but clearly not living here, has not for a measurable period of time. And this entire thing for him evidently was fucking exercise because he was full of shit about all the travel he was doing and all that stuff. He just, for whatever reason, thought that this was somehow a way, you know, he was going to communicate with you and maybe whenever he got back to the States, this was going to work out. I mean, how long did he think he could drag this fucking thing out? I don't fucking know. But listen, people, Catfish is not just a show on MTV. I got catfished. I don't care if physically he is the person in his pictures, which I'm convinced he is. He still fucking lied about who he is and misrepresented himself. And that's fucking catfishing. Yeah, that's what he did. So that happened. And it was a big eye-opener for me because if this was just a guy I was going to have sex with, I never would have pumped this amount of time and energy into it. But because it was something new and because I was excited and because he was articulate and intelligent, I allowed myself to get drug into this whole thing, this fucking crazy warped reality with him. And so I have to take some of that responsibility and you and I have discussed how I avoid it going forward. But yeah, it fucking happened. Yeah. I mean, again, you spent a lot of emotional energy in communicating with this guy and that's time better spent doing anything any fucking thing researching other people us doing what we're doing it was just too much time and for me i simply say look you got a week we're we're chatting for a week we're you know digitally we live in the same fucking city if we haven't met within seven days of us determining that there is some interest then we don't need to continue going forward if you know if you're traveling or whatever great get back to me when you're in town for you know some period of time and, and we can put it together but the continuous conversation on and on and on fucking waste of time total yeah. waste of time clearly a waste of time because yeah. i got fucking catfished so listen it happens to the best of us you can put safety protocols in place to make it known who you're communicating with but in this situation also i told you like what am i supposed to do tell guys to go to the fucking vegas strip take a picture with the strip behind them and holding the date and my name on a piece of paper with a self i mean it's just it's way too much effort and sometimes no. you just have to pull the trigger and have people meet you and if it doesn't fucking work out it doesn't work out so that was definitely on me and i needed to do better with that but you know just know that people are full of shit and there's a lot of people out there that want to take advantage of you because you're a sex positive person well i mean we talked about it again you simply you did what you needed to do which was what we typically do ask for a particular picture at a particular you know time or whatever the case may be you verified that that wasn't the issue the issue is all the time that took to determine this guy was full of shit and that's why i say you just got to put a time limit on it listen we've been talking for seven days now's the time to meet if we can't I got to move on. And then you're done. Yeah. So you best know. practice for you hot wives out there, obviously something I need to be doing better of. And you told me multiple times throughout this whole thing, like, why are you talking to this guy so much? Yeah. Too much. Too much time. Yeah. I got wrapped up in it. Listen, it's new. It's exciting. I want to have a fucking cuckold and I'm eager to do it. And when you get eager, you get thirsty, you make these fucking mistakes. It just is what it is. And I need to not do that in the future. Yeah. So. You're not looking for a pen pal. That's not going to work. No, 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 no. <laughs> If your cock is not going to be on or near or in me at some point, then it just isn't. It's not a fucking thing. So. Yeah. For some people, that's great. You know, they can they, they can live out their fantasies and role playing and that kind of thing long distance and digitally. That's just not where we live. No, I'm way too much of a slut for that shit. Are you kidding me? That would be like torture to me. That's like putting my favorite food in front of me and then saying that I can never eat it. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> like. 
So it has been a hot minute since I've had a foursome that didn't involve you. And in fact, the last time was with our friends, our Brazilian friends and my gorgeous Frenchman yes. in Florida at Secrets. So it's been a long time since I've been able to experience that. And I got to do it again. And I got to do it with three people that I am not only attracted to, but that I genuinely like so, so much. So that is going to be quite the adventure that I'm going to dispel to you guys. I think the other part of this that was special, though, is we got to go out to dinner beforehand with a group. It was not just the five of us, as in the four that ended up playing and you. There were others there, too. And it was so fun to just be social. And there was a little bit of flirting. I was touching you and the other husband. But for the most part, it was just fucking friendly. So to be able to have all of those elements in the lifestyle, the social aspects, being able to sit around and joke and connect and laugh and then go have ridiculously hot fucking sex, I just feel like we're the luckiest people ever. Yeah, because anyone looking from the outside wouldn't necessarily have known what was going on unless of course they saw you touching both my and his leg at the same time but even then they would never know kind of you know what the dynamic was in the room and to just have you know vanilla dinner and drinks with friends in a very open public space and then you guys four of you go off and play together was i mean it's just one of those things that i i feel like i i like the most about the the lifestyle in terms of the the ability to transition from the vanilla to the not so vanilla very quickly with fucking hot people so yeah. we're going to get to that shortly but first we want to say a thank you to the partners of the front porch swingers podcast This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Promescent. Promescent has been known for their delay spray for men, well, for couples, for a long time, but I am so excited about their products for the ladies. For example, I've been taking the Vitaflux for women for several months now, and it's a great supplement because it gives me a lot of energy, and a lot of women also report a boost in libido and moisture during their playtime, which is, of course, an amazing added benefit. But one of my favorite products from Promescent, actually probably my favorite product that I use in my bedroom, period, is the buzzing gel from Promescent. It gives you this amazing buzzing sensation that amps up any playtime, whether it's with a toy or with a partner or multiple partners. I cannot tell you how much this has amplified my fun and given me even stronger orgasms. So find all of Promescent's bedroom wellness products at promescent.com. That is P-R-O M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com and use our promo code FPS 15 off for 15% off of your order today. I'm also going to link to that buzzing gel in our show notes so it's very easy for you guys to find. You can click right on it and purchase it today. February 17th is fast approaching, and that means that our first ever Vegas event is also fast approaching. We are going to be doing a Hot Wife event unlike any other on Thursday, February 17th, right here in Las Vegas. We're also combining it with Brian's birthday bash, so if you want to celebrate Brian's birthday with us, we'd love to have you there. The thing that makes our event special is that we vet all of the single men very carefully for understanding of consent and respect so that the ladies in the room can really just focus on the pleasure. And we would love to have you join us by heading over to members.frontporchswingers.com to see the event information and pick up your tickets today. Again, that is members.frontporchswingers.com to join us for the Real Hot Wives of Las Vegas right here in the Vegas area on February 17th. 
I think the sensationalized part of our brains when we hear foursome automatically means certain things. I think it's hot for people to hear about group sex. And I'm sure I'm going to put foursome in the title of this episode as a result of that. But I think this is a lot more than just four people having sex. This was a very unique dynamic going on. It was playing with one couple. Part of this foursome was a couple. And being able to kind of experience that with them, their added energy made this a very special evening evening. What was also unique about this and not something I do all that often is that the fourth person involved in this was someone that I didn't really know all that well. I had met him twice before, but we hadn't had a lot of time to really talk and connect. And so I was really kind of learning about him via sex, which is cool and different. And I'm really excited to delve into all of that today. Well, the single gentleman that was part of this foursome, which obviously lends itself to a uniqueness. When you say foursome, people instantly think two couples. There was only one couple involved and then a single gentleman and then you acting basically as a, a single gal so that's the, the people's first idea of a you know of a foursome which is always interesting but you you had a little bit better insight into who this single gentleman was because the couple our friends know him very well which made it a little bit more comfortable for you i would think yeah i also realized last night that we have not given a name to this couple and we have talked about them on like four episodes now yeah we'll have to ask them what they would like to be called yes yeah, so for now they're just still the hot couple that we see in vegas but we'll hopefully have a name for them shortly. And so, yeah, I think the other thing that made this unique, though, is you're absolutely right. When you think of a foursome, you think of couple swapping, right? You think of the wife with someone else's husband and vice versa. And this was very unique in that I was primarily playing with the husband, but the wife was primarily playing with her regular play partner and friend. So that added a completely different dynamic to the situation as well. Yeah. Well, if you think back, the last time something like this happened, well, not the last time, but you and I had a foursome where it was you and I were the couple and then it was Clint and his friend Persephone. So that was kind of a, a similar situation. Of course, I wasn't part of the foursome you just had. But similarly, you know, not two couples, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I don't know. It's fun that way. I just feel like there's more dynamic to it. There's more layers to it, maybe. Well, but. once again, I think it continues to go back to how you and I just don't play the way the stereotypical couple in this space does, which is I, I like that aspect of it. It's the most interesting component for me. But... A lot of people are, you know, they're very thrown off by it, I find. It, it, even having conversations with very seasoned lifestyle couples, they're all, oftentimes very inquisitive about how we do that. <laughs> well, we're awesome, so they can inquire all they want. <laughs> I like the way we play. So I'll set this scene for you guys. We went out to dinner with a group of people, and five of us were part of that group, as in the four of us that ended up playing together and you. Right. And we initially kind of thought that more people might be involved in the evening, although I knew you weren't going to be because you had meetings scheduled late at fucking night, which is a total Vegas thing. Everyone wants to meet, even if it's for business, at 8, 9, 10, even yeah. 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, it's crazy. So I knew that you had some things to go do, so I knew you weren't going to be a part of it. And I wasn't 100% sure I was going to be a part of it either. But when I got to dinner, we're sitting at this table, and I'm sandwiched in between you and the other husband... And he always is so sexy. I just find him so incredibly intoxicatingly sexy. It's more than just the way he looks. It's his personality.
personality. Right. He is so sweet. He is so kind. He always has a smile on his face. He just has this infectious personality. It just makes you want to be around him. But in addition to that, he's rubbing my leg. I'm rubbing his leg. We have all of this physical contact going on. And it was probably about halfway through dinner that I was like, there's no possible way that I am leaving this dinner and just going home to sit by myself while you go to meetings instead of having this gorgeous man's cock. Well, yeah. And at one point you were touching my leg and his, which I wasn't aware of because I couldn't see past you to him. So I didn't realize that that was what was going on. But obviously you were you know, horned up. So you had to, you know, had to get that release. Oh God, it was so fucking hot touching both of you at the same time too. So anyway, we leave the restaurant. I let you know that I am going to go with the other three, the couple and the single gentleman that we're already planning on playing together that evening. I didn't want to cramp their style. I felt like the three of them have such a good dynamic and a good friendship that I didn't want to be like a fourth wheel, which is weird to fucking think of. But they seemed pretty eager to have me along. So I got into the car with them. I gave you a kiss goodbye. And the four of us went to the hotel. He had an amazing, the single gentleman had an amazing room on the strip and in a gorgeous fucking hotel. Yeah, we should say he doesn't live here. No, he didn't. He does not. He's from a different city. Yeah. And but he comes pretty often to visit. And he, like you mentioned earlier in the episode, he is very good friends with this couple. The three of them have become very close, especially he and the wife. Yeah, they have, I think, kind of a special bond. And you see it. I mean, we got out of the car. We're walking through the parking garage and then into the hotel. And I'm kind of holding the husband's hand a little bit. But the wife and the single gentleman are very much holding hands. And they're, you know, kind of all over each other. They get in the elevator and she's stroking his arm. And there's clearly all of this physical chemistry between the two of them. And that was really fun to see because it made me feel more in the mood. You know what I mean? When you see people touching like that and you can feel their energy, it makes you... I just soak that shit up like a sponge. Well, yeah, we've we've talked about this before. When people, couples, genuinely like one another, it makes the experience that much better. There's nothing like being in the presence of people who don't have a real affection for each other and then attempting to play in that space. It's very awkward and off-putting. But it's taken to the next level when you know that sex is imminent, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's one thing if you're touching in a restaurant and often like oh that's cute or it inspires you to touch your partner more more yeah but when it's It's contagious walking up to a hotel room knowing that the four of you are going to be naked around each other it totally just adds this completely different element to the play it's like i I just felt like itching to get my clothes off at that point yeah well it's again it's anticipation right it's as you get closer it gets hotter you get you feel your body temperature increasing you know your libido gets to moving a little bit quicker and the heartbeat goes Yeah. That's how I always know that I'm super fucking ready and in the mood is I feel my heartbeat pick up. Exactly. It's almost like a, a sexy anxiety, which I know sounds so fucking weird, but that's what it feels like for me. Well, sure. It's also a unique experience. I mean, as much as you and I have done these non-couple foursomes before, this is the first time that we had all out together. You and I separate. I'm off someplace. You're some, you know, you're with a you know, with a group somewhere else. It's certainly the first time we've done it here in Vegas since we've moved here. So uh, still more firsts, and, and you always get kind of in your head when there's a first involved. And once again, I don't really know this guy. I have had right. a chance to talk to him very briefly on two occasions, and that's it. So this was not a stranger, but certainly not someone I'm comfortable with. And 
you and I have very different views on that. I think when you're in that environment with someone that you don't really know, you get nervous and that takes away from the fun. For me, the nervousness makes it more fun because it feels like I'm doing something that's like extra naughty. Right. And so that was really exciting for me. So we're in the room together. We get up to this gorgeous fucking hotel room overlooking the strip you can see a large portion of the strip it is so beautiful and i will say that is the one thing that i love about being on the strip we're not big strip people now that we live here in vegas but there is nothing that compares to being in a hotel room overlooking the strip knowing that sex is going to be happening and that is your view while it happens yeah the view is the best part of it not being in the middle of it Right. Yeah, no, not the craziness, just the view. So and it's this big, huge window. I mean, floor to ceiling window just overlooking the strip. So I go into the restroom and I had this teddy on underneath my dress, which for those of you who are not aware of what a teddy is, it's kind of like a sexy swimsuit. This one in particular is like this gorgeous olive green color that I think looks really nice on my skin. It has lace trim. It's very low cut. So it's very easy for my tits to be exposed if I so choose to. And it was also thong cut in the back. So my ass is hanging out. It didn't leave a lot to the imagination, but it also made me comfortable enough to come out because once again, I don't really know this dude. And (laughs) at least there's some clothing going on. (laughs) Well, it's also easy for you to conceal under your street clothes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I also had on thigh highs under my boots. So I rolled my thigh highs up, my black thigh highs. I come out, you know, everyone remarks that I look nice. And of course, the wife just starts stripping her clothes off. In fact, she might have been naked by the time I came out of that. That does not surprise me. Not at all. And she's so beautiful. And then the guys start taking their clothes off. Both of the guys, so fucking handsome, nice bodies, just very attractive men. And the husband and I start making out like crazy. I will say, too, I love kissing him. I like kissing, period. But I think that there's a really big difference between I love kissing this person versus we're using kissing as a way to get to other things. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, it's just a, yeah, that's kind of like the, the cover charge. Yeah, almost like an not an obligatory thing, but you use it as foreplay rather than this is something I really want. Right. And when he kisses me, it is fucking amazing. It's passionate. He's a fantastic kisser. He doesn't use too much tongue. He does an amazing job of rubbing his hands up and down my body while he's kissing me. And then at one point we're making out and I start stroking his cock a little bit. And the other two, the single gentleman and the wife, get on the bed together and they're making out with each other. And there was one point when I was making out with him, but I was kind of watching them out of the corner of my eye. And you can tell things are really heating up between them too. And that's why I fucking love group play because you get all of these different sensations. I can hear them making out. I can hear zippers. I can hear, you know, giggles, all of those different types of things. Uh, I can also kind of see it a little bit and, but I'm also getting all of the sensory pleasure from him, the making out and the touching and the rubbing my ass and just all of those elements together are fucking explosive to me personally. Yeah, when you put them all together, there's a lot of, you know, obviously a lot of heat in that room uh, for any number of reasons. All of the connectivity, whether it's between you and the husband or the wife and the single gentleman, and also the the idea that you don't know this guy. So there's a little bit of that mystery. Yeah, all of it fucking hot. So anyway, eventually we all end up on the bed together. It's a big king size bed. The wife and the single gentleman are on one side of the bed. The husband and I are on the other. And I 
open my teddy at the bottom, there's just these two little snaps that keep it together. So I unsnap it and the husband starts rubbing my pussy with his fingers. And then the single gentleman starts doing that with the wife. And then both of the guys start going down on us ladies at the same time. And I reached over at one point. I started kind of touching on her, rubbing on her tits a little bit. She and I started kissing for just a brief moment. And I will also say this. She's really fucking hot to me. And I really wish I could make out with her more often. I feel like we need to make that a part of things going forward. Because just like her husband's great at kissing, this woman, oh my God, her lips are soft. Her skin is soft and supple. I mean, I'm not telling you anything you don't fucking know, but it is so hot. No, she is definitely a sex kitten. A lot of fun. All the heat built up before she and I play, it's it's tough not to get right to it, to be perfectly honest. Well, you should stop and enjoy the roses. Smell the roses with her because kissing her is fucking delightful. And I'm touching on her beautiful tits and I kind of rub on her nipples a little bit. And then I just stopped and I focused on the husband licking me and he is so fucking good at it. He does an amazing job of paying a lot of attention to the clit, but not only the clit. That's not the sole focus like a fucking laser. He really pays attention to all of the pussy. And I remember very distinctly this one moment where he's sucking on my clit, but he's using his fingers in a V-shape to kind of rub and massage my lips at the same time. Oh my fucking God. It sent shivers down my body. And it probably was not 30 seconds after that, that I came fucking hard. Well, both you and she are uh, very animated when you orgasm. So I can only imagine what that room must have sounded like at some point. (laughs) It was a symphony of moans going on. I'm moaning. I'm coming. Then very quickly after that, she starts moaning like crazy. And I stop for a minute and just kind of focus on her. And and then he is still going down on her and the husband and I swap so he's sitting up now and I'm sucking on his cock and I'm able to rub her leg at the same time that I'm sucking on him and there's just all of this physical contact going back and forth at one point he reaches over and is rubbing his own wife's tits which is so fucking hot to see I love that's one of the reasons I love threesomes with couples because when they start touching each other you can tell they're touching each other in the way they want to be touched because they know each other so much better than you're ever going to know them as a play partner just coming in Sure. And seeing that just motivates me to do more and do better. And it's I don't I don't know. I can't even describe it in words. It's just so fucking hot. <laughs> well, what? So obviously you and this single gentleman hardly know one another. What was the transition like? I mean, what did you play with him? At what point did you guys kind of get together? Oh, yeah, I'll talk about that. I want to go in, in order here. So I am sucking the husband's cock. Then they swap and she starts sucking the single gentleman's cock. And then there was another point that she is laying on her back and the three of us are all paying attention to her. So the single gentleman is licking on her pussy. I have one tit in my mouth. The husband has his the other tit in his mouth and they're kind of making out with each other. And it's just this tangled bodies. That's what it was. I mean, you almost couldn't tell because it was also dark. The only real light coming in was from the strip below. Sure. So it's just this glow and if you just took a picture in that moment, you wouldn't have been able to tell which body was where, like where one body stopped and another started because we were all just kind of tangled together. It was really, really fun. And then the husband goes and gets a condom. I suck his cock for just another moment and I lay on my back and he starts fucking me. So he enters me and pretty quickly after that, the single gentleman gets a condom and starts fucking the wife. So we're tandem fucking next to each other. 
And the husband and I have an amazing amount of sexual chemistry. I'm looking into his eyes. And there was one point when I really did get lost in him. I almost didn't even remember that other people were in the room because he has this amazing, beautiful cock that's inside of me. He's peering down into my eyes. He has one hand wrapped around each of my thighs and using that as his leverage to just push inside of me. And he's going deeper and deeper. And I came probably two or at least two times, if not three times, in about a five-minute period, if that tells you fucking anything. My body was shaking. It was just this amazing moment. And again, this glow from behind him with all of the lights coming from the street. And it was just kind of a perfect moment. I often wonder if it was ever distracting for people when they hear you orgasm. Like, do they stop what they're doing? I don't think so. Although they did remark on it a couple of times. The wife was like, I love the way you moan. And I was like, thank you. Yeah, it's very distinct. We have been with couples in the past where they are distracted by me coming. Oh, yeah. The, or uh, or fucking bothered by yes, it. Yes, we've had an experience where the wife that I was with was very disturbed by it. I'm like, I am not going to apologize for coming. That is never going to be well, words that come out of my mouth ever. I think more than anything, she was disturbed at the idea of just how easily you were having orgasms and how much her husband was pleasuring you, that seemed to be a bigger problem. Well, listen, I also think that people think, oh, it's so great to have uh, so many orgasms, but I was also having this conversation with someone recently. I would rather have like one or two explosive orgasms. Right. That's just not the way my body works. It's I'm just, every woman's different and I come a lot. And I mean, it's fun. I would rather have one like mind-blowing, holy fuck, my world is shaking around me type of orgasm. That's not really how it works. So it just is what it is. But apparently people like the way I moan. And she remarked on that, which I really appreciated. (laughs) Well, she's also privy to it. She's heard it before. Several times, yes. So then at some point after I have these really nice orgasms with the husband, the wife says to the single gentleman, do you want to swap and go pay some attention to Brenna? And that was interesting because up to that point, he and I had definitely touched a little bit and there had been some flirtatious looks and glances. But once again, this is not someone I know well. And I also get the sense he has a very kind of quiet demeanor to him. He's a very, you can tell he's a confident man. He's incredibly intelligent, but he's quiet. He is not the life of the party guy. He is not the one that's just going to, you know, bust out and start the action. So I wasn't 100% sure how this was going to go. I don't know him well enough to know sexually how we're going to really work together. So that was interesting because it did change the energy in the room a tiny bit. Not in a bad way, just in a very different way. He does have kind of a quiet demeanor about him. When we were at dinner, he was sitting directly across from me, you to my left and our friend, the wife to my right. And I, there were times where I had difficulty hearing him, even when he and I were talking directly to one another, because he's got, he's very soft-spoken incredibly intellectual, but just kind of a lower tone about him. So yeah, I, I kind of was wondering, even when I was at my meeting thinking, you know, there's some interesting energies at play here. I obviously know yours. I know our friends, our couple, the couple's energy very well. Her energy is really high and, you know, intense. 
And then I thought, I wonder how this is, you know, how this is going to play out because he's not exactly a guy that's going to, I didn't think anyway, take charge or, you know, really be super assertive when it came to him playing with you. So I, I was curious as to how that was going to go. Well, this is how it fucking went. Okay. This is so fucking hot because again, I don't know this guy all that well. I'm picking up certain cues from him, but there hadn't been any real communication about how we wanted to engage sexually with each other. He puts on a condom. I'm laying on my back. He enters me from the top. And at first, it's very slow. There's a very sensual energy to him. And then he kind of starts to pick up the pace. And I start moaning a little bit. And I'm telling him it feels good. And then he looks me dead in my eyes. And he's like, you should reach up and choke me. And I'm like, wow holy fucking shit that is hot yes yes i will choke you so and that's immediately that moment i knew okay i can be the dominant energy here which i fucking love i take on that role so happily when it's presented to me well so was that the, the case when he was with our friend not from what I saw, but once again, I wasn't paying too much attention to them when they were actually engaging sexually with each other. I didn't see her choking him or anything like that. Right. I honestly believe that we read each other's energy and are intelligent enough sexually to just know that that's kind of the roles we were falling into with each other, which well, is fucking cool because a lot of people are way too fucking awkward and in their heads to do that. Well, it's interesting because I don't know that anyone has ever gotten that the energy from you necessarily unless it was a situation where it was a conversation you had prior to play where you were going to take that top position or the dominant role you don't put off that energy so i wonder where he got the confidence to really say something like that to you or where he felt like he was getting that energy i don't fucking know but it was hot and i'm so glad he did it so he's fucking me i reach up i start choking him i kind of positioned my hips up more and i was almost kind of like fucking him back like rocking my hips back and forth while I'm choking him and then he reached down and kissed me for a quick second and then I started choking him again and it was so fun I had a fucking blast in that moment he and I did not engage sexually for that long and I think there were a couple of reasons for that one because I think we are so new to each other that we kind of wanted to get back to our comfort zones to some degree yeah but the second part of it was that I really, I, I lust after the husband so fucking much that I'm like, I need to get back to him. So we had this great kind of moment. Then we went back to our comfort zones. He was with the wife again. She was sucking his cock a little bit. And then they stopped all together. They got off the bed. They poured a glass of wine and they went and sat on the couch. And the husband and I went to fucking town to town. I was sucking his cock. I was choking on his cock. I had the drool running down my chin. I have my tits out at this point. He's reaching down and grabbing them and kind of twisting on my nipples a little bit. And I keep telling him, yes, that feels so good and do it a little bit harder. And we're just making out with each other. And then he puts on another condom and I get on almost on all fours. I angle my ass up and I'm facing away from the other two. Right. So we both have our backs to them on the couch he is fucking me from behind and he's grabbing onto my ass and this is a man that i would not describe as overly aggressive that's not typically how we operate with each other he's usually very sensual but there was something about the energy flying around in the room that just made us fucking want to like devour each other in that moment so he is fucking me hard he's grabbing onto my ass with one hand i'm reaching around and grabbing onto his thigh and like pushing him further inside of me and then at one point he has me sprawled out on the bed on my stomach legs separated as almost as far 
far as they'll go and he's just fucking me as hard as he can from behind like mounted on top of me and it was such a passionate animalistic moment that I'm not used to with him but I loved it I love that he can be multi-dimensional like, like that with me and I truly think that comes from us knowing each other, being comfortable with each other, getting to the point where we understand each other's bodies, and to be able to do that while we have a fucking audience behind us, one of whom is a gentleman that I have spent a total of three hours with, was really fucking cool. So, obviously, their your backs were to them, but it was clear that they sat down, you think, essentially on the couch to kind of watch the two of you. A thousand percent, because then what happens is the husband pulls away from me. I'm like, I need a drink of water. And as I'm getting off the bed, my legs are shaking like I'm a fucking newborn deer or something. I am just, I, I'm almost lethargic at that point. And I turn around and the only thing I see are the two of them sitting on the couch, beaming ear to ear, staring at us. They are kind of wrapped up with one another. She's holding his hand. He has his hand on one of her legs and they're just watching like they are are in a movie theater watching the best movie they could imagine. That's what it looked like. <laughs> so did our friend, so did he come or did you did they, you guys just stop basically from exhaustion or how did that whole thing I mean, go? this is literally an hour and a half of straight fucking. So he did not come. I could not possibly go anymore. Right. I think he wanted to. He kept kind of touching me from behind while I was drinking my water and we kissed a little bit more. But I knew not only were my legs still shaking and I was tired, but my pussy was fucking sore by that point. Oh, I'm sure. So we stopped and the four of us kind of stood around, finished our glasses of wine. I, of course, thanked everyone for allowing me to be a part of this because to me it was special. These are people, like I said, that are friends. They know each other so well, both sexually and socially. So to be kind of invited into this circle and be allowed to experience this with them, that meant something to me. This was not just a fuck session. This wasn't just four people getting together in a hotel room to bang. These were people that I like. Of course, two of them I have a relationship with at this point, a very deep friendship, and I think they're such wonderful people. And a new person who I can tell I'm going to like a lot once I get to know him. But to be invited in by them like this, it, it felt special to me. This wasn't just a foursome. This was a, a very, this was an experience. Yeah, well, it never is just sex with with, our, with these folks, with for us anyway. There's always a different component. It's a little bit more textured and complex than that because we genuinely like them as people. They're friends. So the idea that we're able to go, as I said, from, you know, one of these kind of vanilla settings at a restaurant or a bar to really intense play and then back again, very unique. Not a lot of people, unfortunately, I guess, uh, can experience that or have that opportunity. It's, it's something I think a lot of people miss out on. Even those who really genuinely enjoy kind of the one-off, you know, don't know you kind of thing, which I get the, the sensation from that. But I, I think there's something that you kind of leave on the table if you don't have the, the kind of connection that we have with these folks. Agreed. So I have to ask you, what were your thoughts as you're going to your meetings, knowing that I'm in a hotel room fucking three other people? Well, like I said, my one of the first things I was thinking of while I was driving to my first meeting, which I think I was taking place at 930, was I wonder how this, this energy kind of transference is going to take place. Because I got the impression from meeting this single gentleman, uh, just a little bit more laid back, easygoing, again, very kind of a quiet demeanor about him. So I wasn't sure how the energy was going to be between the two of you. Of course, now I know. And then never a concern with our friends. I know how attracted to each other you and he are. And I figured that was going to be like the the bulk of the play for you primarily and i know that our friend is very close to the single gentleman so i figured that was kind of how it was going to kind of 
play out to some degree. I wasn't sure if there was going to be a lot of group play, but the idea of that did occur to me. It was exciting. You know, I'm trying to concentrate at these meetings, knowing (laughs) full well what's happening. And of course, I hadn't heard from you. It had been a couple of hours. And then I went to my second meeting, which was at 1030. And then finally, you had reached out to me kind of, you know, 15 minutes into that meeting, you were on your way home. And so, you know, that, of course, is when the excitement kicks in, because I know that your evening has basically come to a conclusion. You know, and I'm going to hot. I think that's the only thing I told you. The text just said, I'm on my way home. I had so much fucking fun and it was so hot or something like that. That's pretty much all I I knew. So, yeah, that's the exciting thing. And of course, now I'm, I'm at this meeting, this long, drawn out fucking conversation I'm having with two people that are not super fucking exciting based on what I have to go home to. You know, so <laughs> not comparatively to fucking me. Thank, thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. It was, it was a little rough getting through the last fucking half hour of that conversation. But yeah, I mean, it's always exciting, especially because it's, you know, it was relatively new. Not that we haven't been in a situation like this before with this type of dynamic, but certainly not here. Not when you're in a hotel room somewhere on the strip with someone I hardly know. And then our friends and I'm off doing something completely different. It, it was a kind of added a new element to it, but always exciting. It was super fucking hot. Of course, I didn't have all the details like I do now. But I got home shortly after you. You were exhausted. You were already laying on the couch when I got in. And yeah, you told me it was an amazing session that was long in play and took it all out of you. So it was great. Fucking hot. And I loved that I got to be a part of this. Thank you to those three. I'm I'm assuming they're all listening right now. Hopefully. Amazing fucking people and a great evening. And I know that I'm going to have a lot more to cover soon. And a lot of it is going to be available either first or exclusively to our Patreon members via our bonus episodes. We put out a bonus episode every single week. We also have our Sex on Your Term series that is exclusively available on Patreon. And we're putting a new one of those up this week as well. So lots of bonus content that we offer as a thank you for sponsoring the show and supporting us in our content creation. And we would love for you to check it out as well. You can join us for as little as $2 per month. And of course, we want to say a very big thank you to the newest members of our Patreon community who this week are Titanium, Pat, Anthony, and John. Thank you guys for hopping on board. We also hope to see all of you in our Telegram group with 130 people from across the United States and the world. We have several international folks in there. A great place to talk about all things lifestyle. So head on over again to patreon.com slash swingers. Part of my naughtiness this week includes my friend coming over, the very well-endowed, very sexy, muscular, beautiful fucking man that I made some content with last month. He is coming back over this week, and we're going to do it again. So if you guys want to see it, it is going to be available exclusively at OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. We would also love for you to find us on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers, Instagram at FPS Pod Media. TikTok at Front Porch Swingers and YouTube at Front Porch Swingers. And what else do we have? Lots coming up. Events are starting to pile up. We have a lot planned uh, for 2022, not the least of which is Podbash 2022. As a member, member of Patreon, our folks on Patreon and our private Telegram group will get this information first. In fact, we've talked about it on our most recent bonus episode. So uh, another reason to get over there. All that information goes to those folks first. But it is in the works, people. October, it's coming. You'll get all all the information very soon about that and all the other events we have planned denver phoenix and on and on and i'm gonna get stuffed with a lot of hot sausage this week so if you guys want to hear about that make sure you t- tune into future episodes and thank you so much for listening thanks everybody <laughs>